Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security without cuts. Have to do it. Get rid of the fraud, get rid of the waste and abuse, but save it. People have been paying in for years, and now many of these candidates want to cut it. You save it by making the United States, by making us rich again, by taking back all of That'll be $54.95 with tax. The young grocery clerk had just finished scanning a meager pile of meticulously selected groceries, and he announced the grand total as the last can of low-sodium green beans dinged its way across the scanner. At the head of the rapidly growing checkout line, Jean's thin, wrinkled smile faded for a moment as she folded and rubbed the $50 bill in her hands. Can you take off the peaches, dear? They were a bit of a treat anyway. Amid audible sighs from the queue of patrons, the clerk nodded, pressed a few keys, and declared the new total. That's $50.48 now, ma'am, he said in a much softer voice. But don't worry about the change. With a delicate smile, Jean passed the apron-clad teenager her faded currency and uttered a genuine, Thank you. Just a few feet away, a young woman was already loading the conveyor with mountains of food and household items, clearly ready for her slow-moving predecessor to vacate the line. Needing no more encouragement, Jean accepted her receipt, collected the two brown paper bags of groceries, and within minutes was seated comfortably on the number seven bus bound for home. Senate health care bill unveiled today is a repudiation of nearly every promise the president made to the American public about his approach to the health care system. No cuts to Medicaid, very explicit on that, lower premiums and deductibles, and insurance coverage for everyone. Nearly 30 miles away, Sabrina was seated at the dining room table of her small one-bedroom apartment. Opposite her, seated in a white high chair, her nine-month-old toddler, Zoe, was smearing a mixture of Cheerios and gummy bears across the tray table in front of her, giggling and clapping her hands. Sabrina sighed and ran her fingers through her hair. The tabletop in front of her was hardly as exciting. Nearly every inch of the plastic surface was covered in letters and white envelopes emblazoned with red ink messages declaring, Second Attempt and Final Notice. Sabrina picked up and examined each page, carefully writing the required monthly payment on a small notebook in front of her. After 13 individual balances were applied to the list, she added them and noted the total at the bottom of the sheet, $657.80. In the other column of her sheet at the very top of the page, her current checking account balance was written, $718. Somehow, she thought, I'll make it work. Sabrina placed her pencil on the cluttered tabletop and smiled at the tiny, joyous, blue-eyed toddler across from her. It's time for your medicine, baby girl. We're going to have a health care that is far less expensive and far better. Yes, premiums will be coming down. Yes, deductibles will be coming down. Everybody's got to be covered. This is an unrepublican thing for me to say. I am going to take care of everybody. I'm, I don't care if it costs me votes or not. Just two blocks away, at a similar apartment complex, Shane was staring at his reflection in the bathroom mirror. Rubbing the side of his face, Shane's hand hesitated over a swollen bump on his cheek, the painful reminder of a nasty bike accident just a few hours before. Clipped by a taxi on his way home, Shane lost his balance and collided with a street sign, leaving his front tire bent and a painful, loose tooth throbbing in his jaw.
You doing okay, honey? Jane, his longtime girlfriend, entered the bathroom and hugged his waist from behind, resting her head on his aching back. Yeah, thanks, sweetheart, he replied, quickly dropping his hand to unbutton his shirt. She saw through the facade immediately. We need to have that tooth looked at. You can't let it get infected, and you won't be able to eat without it being checked. You're in pain, honey, I can tell. Shane sighed and turned around, pulling her into a tight hug. Rent is next week. We'll have to make do. He kissed her on the head and brushed her bangs out of her eyes. Jane opened her mouth, ready to protest. But I'll be fine, sweetie. Everybody's going to be taken care of much better than they're taken care of now. You know, I've been talking about a plan with heart. I said, add some money to it. A plan with heart. In the heart of downtown, Sylvie was staring at the blinding fluorescent light above her white mechanical hospital bed. Gown draped across her thin body, she prepared herself for another barrage of tests and invasive examinations. Miss Callahan, your phone is ringing. The bright-eyed blonde nurse smiled as she said this, handing Sylvie a thin silver smartphone. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Callahan. This is Stuart from Welford Gap Insurance Partners. How are you? I've been better. I see. Well, I'm reaching out to discuss some details that have emerged regarding your recent claim for a proposed right mastectomy in the amount of $213,950. Do you have a moment to speak? Sylvie glanced at the cheerful nurse with an inquisitive expression. The nurse mouthed back at her. Take your time, sweetie. She returned to the call. I do. Thank you, Ms. Callahan. It has come to our attention that you have a pre-existing condition that may prevent our firm from accepting your claim for the procedure you wish to undergo. Sylvie blinked slowly. What? I'm sorry. I apologize for the inconvenience, but it seems that you filed a claim for a dermatological medical consultation in which the physician noted a potential for precancerous effects. This, of course, was not noted in your file as a pre-existing condition when you updated your insurance profile this year, and thus has resulted in a rescission of your policy. I don't understand, sir. I've never had cancer before. There was nothing to update. What are you saying? Sylvie felt the hot, intense burn of more tears making their way to the surface. She was sweating again. Ms. Callahan, you're no longer covered for the procedure we discussed. You may, of course, file an appeal with our firm, but if you undergo the operation as scheduled, it will be at your own expense. The tears came. Sylvie tried to speak through the emotion, but it came out as an unintelligible mess. Sir, I don't understand. I've never had cancer. I don't know what this is about. I need this operation. I could, could die without it. Miss Callahan, I understand the gravity of the situation and offer my sympathy. However, I am bound by the situation here and can only offer you instructions on how to appeal this decision. Would you like me to assist you with that process? Sylvie ended the call and closed her eyes. The nurse bustled over, taking the phone and checking the monitor on the wall for any changes. Are you okay, hon? Sylvie cried. So they told people they would appeal and replace Obamacare with something that fixed these problems. Right. 
And this makes every single one of those problems worse, every single one. Higher deductibles, higher premiums on an apples to apples comparison for insurance, higher co-pays, fewer people covered. It's re you are supposed to be able to trust that people basically want to go in the direction they told you. Maybe they exaggerate. Maybe they're saying it's going to do more than they say. Well, but the basic direction. But that's not what this is at all. They said they would go one way and they're going the exact opposite way.